It's news to us. It is the week of January 3rd, 2021. Happy New Year, everybody. It's our first show of the year after a little uh, holiday break. How's it going? Uh, Chris is here and Katie's here. Hello. Jason's hey. out on assignment this week. We had a very important assignment to get to. So Big assignment. Yeah, he'll fill us in next week if he doesn't die during this assignment. <laughs> we, my goodness. My, it's very dangerous. Um, scary yeah but let's just jump on in here it's news to us let's not uh, uh, waste any time where's the button there it is there are literally so many buttons that have to be pressed to make this show possible (laughs) it's ridiculous they just don't pay Eddie enough to push all these buttons usually you know a a show like this would not like this is insanity dogs are barking this is insanity Sorry. because I'm having to like be a technical director, but also try to be a host. And also it's like too much. Like there should be somebody else pressing the buttons. <laughs> like, do you see Anderson you Cooper? With my dogs. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you, you don't see Anderson Cooper in the control room during <laughs> CNN. Camera one, <laughs> camera two, zoom in. It's ridiculous. Uh, it's because he doesn't care as much as you do, Eddie. Right. I got to be involved in every aspect. Yeah. How are you guys? Quick check-in. Good holidays? Good holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, Katie, what thanks for... You? Uh, yeah, it was good. And uh, Katie, thanks for inviting me to your family uh, per- uh, Christmas party. That was fun. Yep. yep. Eddie joined my family for a Christmas celebration. Yeah, it was a good time. He participated in our white elephant gift exchange. Yeah, and I, I put a dust buster in the mix, and everybody was very upset over the dust buster. <laughs> apparently that's you the- were the dust buster? <laughs> yeah, apparently nobody liked the dust buster. That's so funny. And then it ended no, up I think going it was to like, funny because, like, didn't Ethan get it? Yeah, like... Your teenage <laughs> like, cousin is a cousin, yeah, right? Yeah, my seventeen-year-old cousin got it, <laughs> and he's like, he was he so disappointed, buster. like he was devastated <laughs> that he got a dustbuster. Everybody's disappointed with the white elephant exchange. <laughs> That's what's so fun about it. <laughs> I was kind of disappointed that he was disappointed because I was like, I would put this dustbuster in my car, and I would, dude, I wanted the dustbuster. Yeah, but I always I always tr- like trade or like buy something that I want and then get my gift. Well, who would have thought a 17 year old boy doesn't want a dustbuster? <laughs> yeah, who would have thought? <laughs> uh, we have a uh, listener that reached out with a little bit of feedback during our last show. We were talking about Omicron and at Tommy gun two sixty four on Twitter says that we might have gotten something wrong. So we we have to clear this up, I think. Or maybe he misunderstood. I have no idea what the hell we said. I didn't go back and listen. But uh, he says, big fan of your podcast here in Hawaii. Never used direct messages before on Twitter, so I'll be brief. Omicron being less deadly means nothing. You can't pick the variant you get, and Omicron doesn't make you immune to the deadly strains. So apparently, did we say that uh, Omicron makes you immune to the deadly strains, Chris? Do you remember? I don't remember anything we say on the show. I don't know. That was several weeks ago. Yeah. But if we did say so, that, 
Uh, here's what actually the research says. So I did look it up and apparently the jury's out on this. So there's been studies and uh, they have found that the antibody response of people infected with Omicron appeared to increase protection against the Delta variant in one study, but another study said the opposite. So at Tummy Gun 264, the jury is out. But I, I do want to say we did not get any. Uh, we didn't. It doesn't appear that we had any misinformation given because nobody knows what the hell's going on. Yeah. Yeah, you can't uh, can't lie about something you don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good uh, very good excuse to get out of many things. Many yeah. things. Whoops. Whoops. Um, our uh, top story, Dirty Deets this week, Congressman Kevin Nunes resigns. Really? Nope. Yes, Kevin Nunes, Republican Representative Kevin Nunes. He's resigning Kevin to. Uh, yeah, he's resigning to run Trump's <laughs> new media and tech company. Donald Trump has a new media and tech company. Can you imagine that? This guy barely knows how to op, barely knows how to tweet, but he's creating his own media and tech company. And Devin Nunes is going to be running it because when you uh, think about a media and tech company. You don't think of looking into like uh, Silicon Valley for some really good talent. You think of a guy who tried to sue a cow on Twitter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll look at Devin Nunes' career a little bit. And yes, he did try to sue a cow. We'll get into that uh, and tell you more about it in the Dirty Deeds. The Dirty Deeds. An in-depth look at this week's most important stories. Is this typical? Maybe you might know, Chris, but Devin Nunes, he he didn't read his own resignation letter on the House floor. Somebody else read it. Really? Is that? Uh, I have no idea about uh, that, uh, how that plays out normally. Is yeah. it typical that they read their own resignation letters? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't even know reading a resignation letter on the floor was a tradition. I get, I mean, it makes sense because you're yeah, resigning right. to your peers, but uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. It uh, seems like it would be unusual, but who's to say not, not I. Well, here is that happening on the house floor. I write to inform you that I have notified California governor Gavin Newsom of my resignation from the U S house of representatives effective today at 1159 PM. It has been the honor of my life to represent the people of California's San Joaquin Valley for the last 19 years. Please let me how, know how I can be of help during this transition. Signed sincerely, Devin Nunez, member of Congress. <laughs> Nobody's right. sad to see his ass go. Everyone's like, all right, bye. <laughs> Toodles. Goodbye. <laughs> he, a lot of people news. are thinking that he may be resigning because California is redistricting and his district is going to be more democratic leaning. So he's not going to be able to win it. So he's like, uh, you know, he only won on. Yeah. He didn't win because people. Yeah. Well, he didn't, ha he, he ran unopposed in 2010, I guess, but he's run several yeah. times. He's served a few terms. But he's now he's abandoning his post. Like, can he wait until his term is up? Isn't that kind of uh, betraying your country? To just, I mean, <laughs> that's seems a little strong. But uh, I mean, he's betraying. I mean, his yeah, oath. you know, you get. It does seem like a betrayal of the voters a little bit. Sure, you know, right? 
You're the elected to serve for two years. And... Do a fake cow, so. All right. Well, so this leaves uh, Nunez's seat open, and then also uh, Representative Elsie Hastings, Democrat in Florida, passed away. So that seat is also open. So uh, this balances that out there. That's terrible. <sighs> yeah. So uh, a little bit on this guy. Yes, he did try to, or he actually is currently suing a cow. We'll tell you more about that in a second. But uh, there's the cow with an exclusive comment on that. We'll get to you in a second, cow. Um, so Devin Nunes, I guess he uh, went to art school and he got an associate's degree in arts. And then after that, he went to Cal Poly San Luis Obispo and got a bachelor's degree in architectural business. And then somehow this landed him on the intelligence committee in Congress. <laughs> I don't know how those qualifications land like correlate, but okay. That happened. Um, so in 2002, he, uh, that's when he was first elected. Then he ran in uh, 2004, 2006, I saw it was weird to say 20. Oh, it's 2004, 2006. I don't care if it's not grammatically correct. And, and 2008. And then he ran unopposed in uh, 2010. So uh, a few of his uh, stances, Devin Nunes, he uh, said that global warming is nonsense. That was a direct quote. Uh, he opposed the affordable care act. He was against marijuana legalization and reform. He said this at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, quote, it's healthy for you and your family to go to a local restaurant because you can probably get in easily. That was when, you know, things were, nobody was going out. <laughs> and of course that contradicted CDC, World Health Organization and uh, Anthony Fauci. So there's a, good, a little background on this guy. That, that's who, that's who's leaving. Oh, what a loss. What a loss. Right. Um, but yeah, he's old. Yeah. Devin. yeah he, he was on uh, Trump's uh, transition team as well. If you'll remember. And, uh, he was, uh, part of the intelligence committee and he was saying that there was no link between the Trump campaign and Russian operatives. He said that it was a witch hunt. He was part of that witch hunt thing. Uh, he also, so one of the key, the intelligence yeah. committee, one of the key, uh, investigations against Trump and, you know, Devin Nunez is, I think, at one point head of the committee and then another point ranking member, you know, played an outsized role in that investigation while at the same time seemingly cheerleading Trump from that, uh, you know, entrusted place where he's supposed to be investigating the guy. Well, didn't he at one point take information to the White House? Yeah, that happened. Yeah, that he shouldn't have and got caught doing it. Yeah, he was and, in this thing pretty deep and then also investigating it. Yeah, while he was investigating it and he wouldn't have had that information had he not been investigating it. And so a lot of I weird mean, stuff became, happening. Yeah, pretty clear pretty early on that he was doing backdoor things for Trump. Uh, Rudy Giuliani's uh, friend Lev Parnas, the guy who um, has the company Fraud Guaranteed, he that's a real company <laughs> that this guy has. He actually said that You're such a joke. <laughs> he said that uh, Devin Nunes arranged meetings with Ukrainian officials 
also in efforts right. to uh, find dirt on Joe Biden. Yeah. Uh, so this guy's always been a Trump lapdog. Which they never found, which just like still blows my mind that they can like they still sit there and badmouth the guy and still try to say there's dirt on Joe Biden when they still to this day have not found dirt on Joe Biden. Right. <laughs> like the worst they can come up with is pictures of him hugging kids. I mean, some that of those asshole. some of those videos are a little weird where uh, Joe know, Biden is like sniffing women's like, hair. I, I have to say that's a little bit weird. I voted for the guy, but that, that's a little bit weird. Like that was my yeah. choice. This, the guy who sniffs hair or the rapist. You know how easy it is to fake that though. If he's hugging somebody or brushing by somebody like those are so easy to fake now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a scary era with technology. Like, you know, yeah, we're are rapidly approaching and are arguably already in a time when you don't know if a, a video or a picture or a audio is is uh, real or fabricated. The like they're getting technology is pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you it's... literally can't believe your eyes or ears. Like... No. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, this guy. Uh, nobody likes Devin Nunez uh, is the moral of the story and him resigning isn't shedding any tears anywhere uh, and to the to the cow lawsuit so he's suing a cow on Twitter Devin Nunez <laughs> and he's saying that this cow at Devin cow on Twitter is responsible for defamation of character because apparently the cow makes fun of Devin Nunez didn't he say that he like cow. he had a cow at some point, and I think somebody created a Twitter account parroting that and saying, "I am Devin Nunez's cow." Yeah. So there's. You know who else is a really fun follow is Devin Nunez's mom. That's another one named in this lawsuit <laughs> at Devin Nunez's mom and at Devin Nunez's cow, and uh, Devin Nunez is suing these Twitter accounts for two hundred and fifty million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but then of course as soon as he sued these cows the the twitter accounts <laughs> got really really popular and they both got more followers than devin Nunez himself that's the thing with the internet when you try to like squash or bury something you're really shooting yeah, yourself you, in the foot what's that the streisand <laughs> effect is that that's what it's called have you guys heard Banning of that the flames. yeah the streisand effect yeah explain it to me i've heard of it but i don't uh remember what it is I believe there was a photo. I could be a little bit off on this, but I think there was a photo of Barbara Streisand that she wanted scrubbed off the internet. And then as soon as she announced that people on the internet started posting it more, <laughs> I could be completely wrong, but I know that that's the basic, uh, uh, principle principle behind it. Yeah. 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 And like if you want it gone, people will share it more. Yeah. Um, I guess this man, I, yeah, I, I kind of do want to look that up now. But yeah, that also happened with uh, Beyonce at, in the Super Bowl halftime show was like five or six years ago. There was a photo of her looking like really, really, really bad. And uh, pe- whatever, Beyonce never looks bad <laughs> <laughs> ever. Well, she did. She wanted this picture of herself to be scrubbed from the internet because she just she looks like she does look really bad in this photo, and I have. To, here, I'll, sh- I'll show it to you in a second here. Beyonce but. never looks bad. 
<laughs> Are you sure about that? I'm pretty sure. Okay, let's. I think I know what photo you're talking about. Okay. It's questionable. Uh, but but it was taken mean, from her performance. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So she tried to have. I mean, just that's funny. Just Google just Beyonce like Super being Bowl. Blown by fans or something like. That's <laughs> funny. That's a funny picture. That's hilarious. I don't think. Yeah, no, that's not the one I was thinking of. This became those a are meme. some. That doesn't. Those are some like her. Thighs. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And arms. Holy shit. Yeah, she looks. Yeah, your ass. <laughs> it looks like she's been pumping the iron, right? Right, and like she's making fun of mentally handicapped people. Yeah, it's just That's not a very face flattering. She's making not a very yeah, flattering. Right? It's an interesting That's why capture. She it scrubbed from the internet. <laughs> yeah, but as soon as you announce you want something scrubbed from the internet, the internet is just going to go nuts with it. So just never, never announce you want something scrubbed from the internet. <laughs> Uh, we'll we'll be right back on snooze to us don't go anywhere all right snooze to us back here live on adobe radio you can follow the show on twitter it's news to us it's news to us on instagram we post a lot of videos on there and content throughout the week there's videos of chris chugging wine on there as well if you're interested in that he loves wine yep what what's on uh tap there chris Ooh, boggle Boggles is uh, the one. <laughs> yeah, is that how it's pronounced? I heard Hillary say Beaujolais. Oh, uh, no, no. Beaujolais. Yeah. I always called it Boggle when I went to the liquor store. <laughs> it's a red Zinfandel. Oh. And it, does it taste better right out of the bottle? Is that how the Sol Bonnier oh, yeah. uh, recommends it? Yes. Especially if you chug it. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's, that's a very uh, classy news program. Yeah, I mean let's let's not pretend like uh, Lester Holt isn't chugging bottles of wine during the commercial breaks. <laughs> yeah, they have to. They're, they're under his desk. That's how Brian Williams stayed on air for so long. That's why his teeth were, were always red. <laughs> That's why he always blinked with one eye before the other. <laughs> <laughs> he did do that. I noticed that. I always to drive me nuts because I, I get distracted I by it. He's like talking about. Uh, refugees <laughs> fleeing a, a country and it's a very serious story then I'm just fixated on one eye blinking slower than the other <laughs> he's blinking off cue <laughs> this, it's sort of related did you guys watch that uh, that new Netflix movie Don't Look Up uh-uh. uh, I haven't seen it yet oh man you guys need to watch that I will warn you it's a little bit depressing but it's also like worth a watch because it really makes you think I won't. I won't spoil anything. Oh wait, wait, wait! It. Which one is that? As Leo DiCaprio in it. I'm yeah, gonna, I watched yeah. it. Oh, you watched I totally it. Watched it. Yeah, I was not expecting that ending. That's for sure. I'm kind of glad it ended that way because if it didn't, I would have been really disappointed and thought it was stupid. Me too. But <laughs> it was also really. I don't want to spoil anything for Chris. We yeah, should, we, should probably we won't stop. talk about it anymore. Yeah, yeah. It was good, Chris. Watch it. Yeah, just watch it, Chris. Yeah. By the way, the Super way good. that it ends is uh, just kidding. Um, <laughs> happily ever after. Yeah, um, it's good to have you here, Katie. It's been a while since you've been on the show. I know you were, you've been on assignment. Uh, do you, <laughs> what, what do you have to uh, report on? 
Um, I've been on real world assignment, as in I got a job, a job. Yeah. Well, in the shipping world. Yeah, you're you're responsible for the 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 problems with the uh, the line of what's it called? The logistics containers. The shipping containers. The shipping containers. You're actually. This is really cool. Katie's actually controlling all the shipping containers. Not all of them, but she's in charge um, of the whole supply chain. The whole supply (laughs) chain. (laughs) I do control some of them. (laughs) Such an interesting world we live in that you can do that from Denver. (laughs) She does it like from her pajamas in her uh, in her like in her garage. (laughs) (laughs) I go from my she shed. (laughs) Yeah. So are you now a shipping magnate? How come that's the (laughs) only kind of big rich person who gets to be called a magnate? Yeah, you never hear of it like a media magnate. I make hardly any money, and I work for a very small company, and (laughs) (laughs) it's not that exciting. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's pretty cool, though. I, uh, it is cool. It's a neat job. It actually really is. Like, it's a really important job. Somebody's got to do it. It's a, It was like something that I was interested in learning. And um, so I'm glad that I found it. Um, the timing was not opportune. That's <laughs> right. for sure. During all this craziness <laughs> of the s- supply chain. Yeah. And I started what? right before, like literally like right before the craziness set in. So I kind of wanted you to be on the show when that whole stuff, when it all started to break, but you were, you were too busy in the middle of it. Like, yeah, so the supply chain, we're having, so what exactly is happening with the supply chain? I mean, it's a whole lot of things. I mean, COVID kind of backed everything up and COVID kind of changed the way it operated. I mean, like we always operated in the, the United States and like this just in time accounting system that everybody thought was so great, you know, where you produce goods only in time for the final consumer. And COVID kind of taught us that like, that's not like a really great thing because when COVID set in, it became a realization that like, oh, shit happens. We might need backup plans, you know? And uh, people might order excess stuff at some point in time. And so people started ordering all this excess stuff when COVID set in and stuff started being mass produced in China and being mass shipped in our our ports started getting backed up and we haven't updated our port systems forever. Our infrastructure is so out of date. We have the most outdated port systems in the world. So ridiculous. Yeah. They should be deeper. They should be bigger. They should have more cranes, like all of the above. Deeper. They should be deeper and bigger. I've had that critique as well. Yeah. So we can't take as many ships. And so (laughs) the ships are getting backed up. And then there's like this whole, like, there was only so many, like when you get a container off a ship, it goes onto a thing called the chassis to move it. Well, the U S had only manufactured X amount of chassis 
like a percentage to the containers because a percentage of the containers would be stuck on the ships at all times. Well, China started mass producing containers when we started mass producing or mass ordering shit during Mm -hmm. COVID. So all these containers got influxed into the U.S. and bam, we're out of chassis because we only had X percentage amount of chassis as per our regular amount of containers that we had always had that had always worked before. You know, there was X amount of containers, X amount of chassis, and a certain percentage of containers were on the water. A certain percentage of them were on land. And we had that amount of chassis. Well, China made more containers. We didn't have chassis to hold them. So all these containers started getting backed up in the ports and all these chassis. Meanwhile, workers started getting shortage at the plants and at all of the, you know, everywhere. So it's it's like a perfect storm of just bullshit. Yeah, and then it, so like it all goes down to infrastructure. Like it, it sounds like infrastructure was a major player, though. And with um, Biden's new infrastructure bill, does he address the ports? I believe he does. Right? I thought yeah. I heard. Okay, but that's gonna, that's going to take some time to implement. But though. it's a start. Like it's it's something that we should have started doing 50 years ago. I don't understand in- why this country doesn't invest more in infrastructure because that uh, benefits business and all these rich assholes. No, is, all we've ever done is invest in the rich. Well, I mean like, yes. And, like, and, and investing in like country. even the roads benefits Amazon because all their delivery drivers have to be on roads. And if they can get to the customer faster, people are going to order more shit. So like, why are we not it's still investing in the rich, but it's also investing in us, right? Exactly. Like, I mean, like, yeah, but I, I it, we're investing in everyone. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Why like, is it not happening? Yeah. Instead of just investing in only the rich, rich, invest in everybody. Like, I think there might be a uh, hidden psychology at play, like a dark, dark psychology of like, you know, win win. That doesn't necessarily work for me. I only want to, like, I want a win lose situation. Like, it's not enough for me if everybody's up. Like, I have to be up over you by a certain amount. And there totally is. Like, I was talking about this. My neighbor's like a, she's a total scholar. She's this older woman who's a total scholar. And she was talking to me about this yesterday. And she was like, the problem with capitalism is that everybody, they say that they're for competition, but they're not for competition. They're for squashing competition. Yes. You know, that's all that our country is for is squashing competition. Yeah. Squashing the other person, you know, and like, we've got to get over that. (sighs) My God, I don't know if it's going to happen in our lifetimes, but I agree. (laughs) It has to happen in our children's lifetime or this world isn't going to survive, you know, like, Mm. It, yeah, it don't really get me started on does. that depressing rabbit hole. I've been reading right. a lot about global warming and uh yeah, yeah. Me too. I am really fucking depressed about that. Dude, yeah. Boulder is scary. Speaking like, of Boulder, scary. so 
what happened in Boulder, Colorado, where just actually miles from where we are, where Katie and I are, and Chris used to live, uh, there was a huge fire. So there are high winds up to 100 miles per hour, 115 miles per hour, and these high winds knocked over a power line next to a subdivision. Was it, it a power line? That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. Um, I, but the, have you heard anything else? This is... I don't the know. The thing I, I read most recently is they were saying power line initially, but like over the last day or two, they can't actually find any evidence of that. Yeah. So I've what started it then? Report. That's interesting. They're not sure, but in the Washington Post, uh, I guess they searched somebody's house in regard to it, but they didn't say anything more. But okay, I've, I'm seeing I've that seen too. Actually, uh, I'm looking on the Wikipedia, and that's the, the information. What you guys are saying is confirmed there by a, a couple sources. So, yeah. the, <clears throat> so this uh, these high winds spread the fire rapidly, and I actually so I was I was off on when this happened, and I actually decided to go to Boulder that day to go on a hike <laughs> of all fucking oh days. God. Oh man! So I went to Boulder, and driving there was frightening because the winds were so strong that, you know, you're like, you're driving down the road and you can feel it take you. And like, I was white knuckling the fucking thing. And I was like, but I was like, how long could this last? Usually winds don't last that long in Colorado. Like maybe it'll be an hour or two and I can just like chill, maybe like grab a coffee somewhere. Then it'll be a nice day for a hike. But then no, these winds just kept going and going and going. And then I, uh, um, ended up getting stuck in the evacuation traffic because I eventually decided to turn around and I, uh, the major, the major highway was shut down. So I, everybody was being routed on this small state highway two lane. And I actually shot some video and I I had no idea what was going on. By the way, I wasn't listening to the radio. I was confused as fuck. Actually. I I was like, what the hell is going on today? And here's the video I shot. It was so crazy. It was, it was very, uh, crazy. so this is uh, me driving down the highway and there's just like, this giant plume of smoke and there's uh, there's people like looking at their houses burning in the distance. So <clears throat> there's a little ridge here and these people are looking over the ridge literally at their homes uh, burning in this fire. So very devastating. And... Uh, yeah, so those people were like wow. literally looking at their homes on fire, and I didn't know what was going on. They were standing, so there was like this the ridge, and then that looked over the subdivision, and I didn't I'm know what was you, going on. I'm glad you showed that video too, because I was going to add for uh, listeners who aren't from Colorado. You know, you you hear wildfire in Colorado, you probably think like a big forest fire, like it's usually what that means. Um, but uh, this area around Boulder, um, Boulder County, like this is a grass fire. There, yeah, this is grassland. There's not a lot of trees. There are hardly any trees. There's a lot of grass. Prairie, yeah. And so this is a big prairie fire. And for a prairie fire to whip up and destroy a thousand homes and to have, yeah, a a thousand homes destroyed. Yeah, this is a, you know, to have a wildfire in the greater Denver metro area is like unprecedented. That's that's I, never happened in our lifetimes. No. I was super freaked out because 
what day was that 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 happened? Um, was last like, Thursday, thirtieth. That was Thursday. Mm-hmm. So Monday, there was a fire just like a block and a half from our house, and we live in the foothills of. And there's a lot the, more foliage foliage around where you are. Yeah, of the Metro Denver and area, the, but and we the, didn't have the problem a, here is it's been very very dry in Colorado. Yeah, we haven't gotten it hasn't snowed here once yet until yesterday or the day yesterday, before. Yesterday. Yeah. Which is highly fucking unusual. And well, so this all goes back to global warming. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. It, it just like this sto- this fire broke out on Monday, but we didn't have 115 mile per hour winds. And had we had 115 mile per hour winds, Jason and I wouldn't have a home today. Right. Like that's where this fire was. We were under pre-evacuation orders. Um, I mean, we weren't home at the time and Kenzie was out with my cousin shopping. So like I was grateful for that, but our dogs were home. Right. You have your animals. Yeah. There are so many Spirit. animals that were lost and in this. Like, it's so devastating. Yeah. Like that was like, t- it was terrifying. And now I drive on the highway and I look at that giant burn mark right across the street from our house. And mm. all I can think is just like, if it were a windy day, because those, those embers, those embers carry in the wind very easily. And yeah. that particular day, those winds were fucking insane. I actually did. Get, I got insane. out of my car at one point. So I actually got to Boulder and then I got to where I wanted to hike, which was like really not that high elevation. It was, uh, out of Chautauqua Park. I don't know if you guys are familiar, but I don't maybe Yeah. So it's like I I got out there and then I uh literally like was trying you couldn't even like walk into the wind. Like I got out of my car and I was like like it was like taking like the wind out of me, the wind, and like I could almost lean into the wind. And I was like, okay, I gotta stop fucking around with this. I need to go home. This is like really weird. <laughs> right? I was trying to drive down the highway that day and my car was just getting yeah. tossed. Isn't it crazy? And then I saw yeah. at least two uh, turned over semi trucks. Right. Yeah. I didn't know any of that was going on um, here in Wisconsin until later in the day. I saw it in the Washington Post. They picked it up and uh, I called my parents and uh, the mandatory evacuation zone had moved within like a mile or two of them. And yeah, like I'm far enough away. I'm like, please just leave. I begged them to uh, go spend a, yeah. spend a night in a hotel and and they oh. did because I begged with them and they oh, went good. to uh, could have came and stayed with us. <laughs> well, my sister lives in town too, um, but they have a dog. It was my grandmother's dog. They took it because it had bit my grandmother, but he's getting oh. really old and he has like he must have had a stroke or something because he bites everyone and, and he's just a big handful. So, so they didn't go to my sisters or anybody's. They just decided to get a hotel and a tech center, which is the opposite side of Denver. But, uh, right. But yeah, like, uh, they evacuated the mall that we, uh, used to go to a lot in high school, Flatirons. Yeah. Yeah. I was like literally right there and, um, really, really crazy because you don't expect that sort of thing to happen. But, I mean, under the right circumstance, these kind of disasters, I guess, can just pop up. It's and uh, high winds, dry conditions, and whatever started the fire. I guess we don't know yet. I guess we'll maybe we'll find out. By the way, I guess uh, no deaths are confirmed, but two are missing and presumed presumed dead. 
So I mean, I guess I feel like it's just crazy because we see these natural disasters happen in other states, like hurricanes and floods and, and tornado. tornadoes. Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, oh, that doesn't happen where we live. And then I'm like, oh, we just yeah. got taken out by a fire. Yeah, this is like more devastating than a in lot of tornadoes we've seen. In the middle of fucking December. In December. Yeah, yeah like, uh, two days uh, before the New Year. Yeah, in the That's middle the of the holiday thing. season, there are homes with Christmas lights on them burning to the ground. Yeah, yeah That's like the other thing you covered in snow. Yeah, yeah, this has never happened again for people who aren't familiar with Colorado. Like a wildfire in December is unheard of. Unfucking heard of. Yeah, we should have Doesn't been covered happen. in one foot of snow, getting snow while it happened, and in like, a metro area. Usually these yeah. sort right. of things happen in the high country or higher in in the summer. In the summer. In the yeah. In like the dead of summer when it's like it stretches of hundred degree weather for weeks on end. And yeah. then there's a dumb camper that actually mm-hmm. leaves his shit. Not, or yeah, or, or lightning strikes. Area in the sum in the winter. Never. But no. there's yeah, what what the hell caused this fire? I really want to know. I hope that they figure that out because this the whole thing just was crazy. If it yeah, was a knocked it, power line, it would have made sense to me, but they're now saying that that didn't happen or they're not sure that that happened. I mean, even if it was a knocked power line, still, the fact that it was able to take off like it did and burn down yeah, so much, like, it just is, like, it's unbelievable. It shouldn't have been able to do that. The ground should have been covered in snow. It should have just fizzled out. Yeah, it got picked up by the uh, international press. I read uh, uh, about it in the uh, British Guardian. Yeah, at night. Wow. All right. Well, so scary. Yeah, it really is. Um, let's jump into the news roundup here. A few things to, to grab here. It's news to us. News roundup. I only know of this story because of comedian Kyle Novak, friend of the show. He was telling me about <laughs> this. Uh, I'm I'm not a huge NFL guy. I wish Jason were here because he's can comment on this more. But Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Antonio Brown he quit mid game at MetLife Stadium on Sunday. He left the field in the third quarter. He ripped his jersey off and just stormed off the field. And here is uh, a bit of that incident caught on tape by somebody in the stands. So he's uh, ripping his jersey off right now. He's saying, I quit. He's going shirtless and just storming off the field. There's a lot of confusion. The fans don't really know what's happening. Throwing stuff. (laughs) Why do you say good for him? I don't know, just because he looks empowered. (laughs) Going out like a boss. Yeah, right? (laughs) 
Yeah, that's like, I mean, he quit this job like it's a fast food job, though. I don't understand. Like, what really happened there? I would I would understand if you did that at Arby's or, yeah, or Subway, but you're getting paid a lot of money there. What happened? Like, what's going on? I, I don't know. I'm confused by that. I don't know. That. Was he getting paid a lot of money there? I'm not sure, but the coach uh, doesn't want to talk about it. When asked about the departure, he said, quote, I'm not talking about him. He's no longer part of the Bucks." Well, there you go. Ooh, all right. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I guess all the other players were confused and they texted him afterwards and they're like, dude, what the hell just happened? And the, the fans were confused and the officials were at, at one point security since he ripped off his shirt, I guess security people almost uh, tackled him because they thought like a fan jumped onto the field. They were confused. They didn't see the whole thing play out. I saw a shirtless guy in the field and like, we got to take that guy out. I don't know much about Antonio Brown, but like he did really well for me on my fantasy football team one year. So I am kind of fond of him. Yeah. He was on comedian Kyle Novak's fantasy football uh, this year. Yeah. I mean, this was like three years ago. He fucking killed it for me. Like, so the article I was reading about it was kind of throwing shade on the NFL and Bucks for letting him walk out on his terms because I said uh, apparently he's had some scandal that I guess the Buccaneers just kind of kept turning a blind eye to instead of taking Ooh, action kind of and, and yeah, what's the scandal? For. I, what's the scandal? This is the full story that we need to know because I I don't know any of right? this. Well, I'll have to check. I think uh, there were some domestic charges. I oh, think. do you want to look it up real quick? We'll take a break. Yeah, we have to take a break yeah, anyways. All. all right, we'll be right I don't know, back. I was excited about this, this other story. Yeah, we'll get to those other stories as well. We're going to get to everything. <laughs> don't worry. We'll be right back. We'll uh, tell you the details on this. And then also, uh, which story are you excited about? A twerking bride. Oh, yeah. There's a twerking bride at a wedding. Very exciting. All right. We'll be right back. (laughs) Okay. News to us back here on AW Radio. We are live as the news roundup continues. Uh, A little bit more to get to before the show is over. Uh, Chris, did you get the details on that uh, story? Uh, Yeah, I did. Uh, It seems previously two women have accused Brown of sexual assault. Oh, and uh, man, the NFL had suspended him for half a season for a separate battery charge involving oh. a movie company, moving company employee. Oh. And uh, most recently, he used a fake vaccination card oh my. to try to prove his vaccination status. What and a he received okay, this guy sounds like a three idiot. game suspension. This guy sounds. Like oh, yeah. Let him go. Bye. And then he, he leaves like that. You know, if it was over something respectable like kneeling during the anthem I could maybe get behind that but he just sounds like a complete uh, like he has some issues to work through let's just say that yeah he has Um, some things yeah okay Um, news roundup continues (laughs) it's news to us (laughs) thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers oh by the way I forgot I wanted to mention that video that I shot of the boulder fire ended up being picked up by the European news coalition or something. So it was oh, really, <laughs> yeah. I, Interesting. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Well, I just tweeted it on its news to us. If anybody wants to go look at it and then somebody DM'd and like, Hey, 
hello there, I'm from the European blah, blah, blah. Mind if I use Hello the... there. I was like, yeah, just... Hello, Governor. Hello, Governor. I was like, yeah, just uh, 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 please credit its news to us on Twitter. And they're like, okay, you got it. I hope nice I hope work. everything gets better. <laughs> that that's 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 pretty awesome though. That's amazing. It's news to us that just completely legitimized We're the whole operation. Oh, but it's happened right? before. Actually, Katie and Jason le- le- legitimized us previously when they took a photo <laughs> of a protest outside of the Denver oh, right. Capitol, and then Rachel Maddow ran it, and it was her big. Was, oh yeah, I forgot We're about that. Yeah. It was her lead yeah. story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we have been featured on MSNBC before uh, many, uh, not just on MSNBC on Rachel Maddow. Yeah. I mean, like of all shows you want to get on, that's yeah. the one to get on. That should uh, be on our front page as seen on Rachel <laughs> Maddow and the European news organization as seen on MSNBC. <laughs> you should tell Tom to put that on the uh, Adobe network page. <laughs> I, it really should go up there. <laughs> um okay a twerking bride so somebody posted a uh a video of a wedding and during the reception the bride twerks on top of the groom and people on twitter are very upset about it um, <laughs> i'll play the video and of course i will uh describe to anybody listening what's happening but i'd love to get your guys's thoughts on this and is it appropriate is it not appropriate well uh, i can't wait to see here we go so the bride is wearing pretty much a thong by the way yeah what is she wearing by the way katie that's a great question number one who wears that at their wedding isn't your grandma <laughs> and your mom there oh I mean, it's a full-on lap dance at this point. She's good. Right? Yeah. She's really like, good, by the way. not, like, wedding material. But, I mean... Uh, I mean, look, like, at the, look at the it's crowd. Her, it's her day. It's her, it's her day. She can do whatever she wants. Day. Yeah. I mean, look at if you look at the background, uh, the crowd, uh, her family seems to be... In I'm the, sorry. This is not something I would do in front of my mother-in-law. Well, all right. No. No. So what just happened is she's literally on the ground shaking her ass and she's wearing a very thin thong and uh it's it basically she's all on she's all on on all fours um Eddie can't talk straight I can I'm I'm mesmerized by this uh it's wonderful <laughs> She has so. like 16 bridesmaids. People on Twitter are very outraged. Someone I'm says confused by the situation. It's not right. At it's, or, it's, just, <laughs> it's just social media bait, yeah, which is such a strange thing to spend is. your wedding on. But yeah, any any little boys at that wedding were probably pretty excited. The little Dude. boys. I was excited. And I'm a big boy, Chris. The groomsmen were excited at that wedding. Um, yeah. But at Origin Hip Hop on Twitter says 
I really don't want to judge, but people don't do these types of things unless they're looking for a reaction and attention. Marriage is supposed to be sacred between a couple. Save all that for the honeymoon. All of that was right? not for the eyes. Was that how your honeymoon was, Chris? Did your wife twerk on all fours for you? <laughs> Did no Hillary comment. Do that? No comment. I guess it's none of my business, but you know, if you choose not to share, I only assume <laughs> that's what happened then. <laughs> hey, look, Jason's home. There's Jason. Back from assignment. Jason's back from his big assignment. Uh, Jason's home from his big assignment. I kind of don't see the problem with that overall. I mean, are, are you really worried about offending elderly people in your family who have probably done worse shit than we have? No, I mean, my Nana would be like, get a girl, get a girl. Yeah. And like my aunts would be like, yeah, yeah. And my mom would be like, do whatever you want. And but like, I would be so humiliated to behave that way in front yeah. of my mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. But I'll never have a future mother-in-law, so there's that. Oh, well, you don't yeah. know that for sure. Oh, I know that for sure. No, you don't. <laughs> Trust me, I've... Uh, can you hear me right now? Uh, no. I've been talking to him and... Uh, hi, Jason. <laughs> he just flipped off the camera. He just flipped <laughs> off the camera. How dare you, sir? How dare you, sir? <laughs> All right. Um, anyways, next. <laughs> now I feel like I'm in trouble. Why do I feel Why? bad? Because Jason flipped me off. Oh, whatever. He's just. Okay. Yeah. He's used to it. Okay. <laughs> it's news to us. News Roundup. Um, A. Uh, Woman was attacked by a 40-pound raccoon when she was putting up her Christmas lights. This happened in Massachusetts. She was out there, and she says, quote, I thought I was going to die. So this 40-pound raccoon, it, like, jumped up onto her. She had to put her hands over her face, and she said it was unbelievable that this raccoon was attacking her. That's a big yeah, that's a huge <laughs> I'm assume she got a rabies shot. I hope. I, I would so. hope so. But here's part of the news story. Lori Rose says she spotted the raccoon when she heard her chicken Alice squawking Saturday evening. That's when she came outside to put Alice in her pen. It just charged me, and I slipped and it grabbed a hold of my heel, and it would. Why are you laughing, oh. Katie? <laughs> Because she just looks like a lady that would get attacked by a raccoon. <laughs> Not let go. You said that's it. really terrible to say, but she looks like a lady that would get attacked by a raccoon. <laughs> Sorry. You could see some of the marks from where the raccoon latched on. Lori's husband, Brad Day, heard her yell. He tells us he's blind, so it was challenging to help oh, his wife. I had the pan God, in my hand, but terrible. it wasn't. Yeah, so not only is she getting attacked by a raccoon, but she has a blind husband that can't help. Fuck. This is from WCVB, by the way. I'm quite sure where the raccoon was, and Lori was screaming that it was biting her, and I I just kind of reached down and felt with the pan where it was, and I kind of whacked it like four or five times as hard as I could. Thanks to Brad. 
Wait a you second. Know, he, that's still a bad motherfucker for being blind and going after that raccoon. And he was able to, to land. It. You're so right. He was able to land impact with a pan, even though he's blind on a raccoon. And he didn't hit his wife with the pan? Yeah. Is he? Smacking that's that pretty raccoon. good. Yeah, he's. Yeah, he's. A pretty badass guy. How did he not like whap his wife across the head and knock her out? <laughs> I don't know. That would have made the story Or like right in the raccoon more. bite. Though, like, not only did she get a raccoon bite, <laughs> but her husband is her. by Brad. Yeah, then Brad comes out with a cast iron skillet and like fucking whack. Yeah. <laughs> raccoon finally let go of Lori. They ran inside and called police. It was a nasty and determined raccoon. Malden police officer <laughs> Michael Polston. Re- <laughs> That's a nasty and determined. Nasty and determined raccoon. This cop, this police officer is like, yeah, this is why I got into law enforcement. Talking, <laughs> yeah. This is my job. Yep. Protect the people. Responding. When I went to the backyard, the raccoon was at the opposite end of the yard and ended up charging me and, and coming at me. And what did you have to do in that moment? I had to shoot it. The raccoon. Oh, what? What? Not just the way. Did he just say he had to shoot it? It's the way he talks. I, I had to shoot it. <laughs> the yard. Oh, this is so funny. <laughs> Was it for that raccoon was wicked now has smart. To undergo a series of shots. <laughs> wicked smart raccoon. They did Small say they, they said it tested positive for rabies, though, so it's a good thing he shot it. Um, maybe that's why it was so aggressive. Yeah, yeah, I would assume so. Roll reminding residents not to approach wildlife and to make sure your pets have a rabies vaccine. When it gets dark, don't leave your animal unattended in your yard because any or any urban area, city or town, you could end up like this, and we don't want that to happen. And Lori <laughs> says she has two more shots. Oh, we don't want that to happen. This could happen. We don't to want any- that to happen. This could happen to anybody. This could happen to anybody. Thoughts to complete. Hey, raccoon. How do you like them apples? <laughs> <laughs> of rabies oh, vaccine in Malden, Natalie Pozo, WCVB News Center 5. Breaking news. All right, get out of there. All right, <laughs> that wraps up the show. Good but stuff. I'm, I'm glad that that woman wasn't more seriously Eddie, injured. Eddie, yes. your uh, audio is out. Ooh, frozen. Okay, well, oh, we I mean, it, it was going oh, over the are. air, but it wasn't on video. I have to mute my mic on video when I play video. There's a lot of buttons. There's a lot of buttons, as I said before. All the buttons. But uh, anyways, thanks for listening to It's News to Us. And thank you for telling me that, Chris. And yeah. we will uh, be back again next time. Chris, cheers chug to that you, line. sir. Chug, 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 chug. <laughs> so I'm curious, yeah, Chris, Chris, after you chug a <laughs> bottle of wine, do you also then eat an entire block of cheese? <laughs> Got to even it out. Depends yeah. on the night. <laughs> like ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> unk, 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 unk. <laughs> all right uh bye everybody oh bye. wait i have to press i forgot that there's other buttons to press was the, the oh, sound we do there it is.
respect, that's a bunch of malarkey.